Listen up, I've got some more tough love to dish out today. We're going to talk about the biggest investing mistakes that most people make, often without realizing how much they're losing out on. But don't worry, I'll be nice. By becoming aware of these common mistakes, you can course correct and get your investments working for you. All right, let's dive in. This is your money on easy mode with Damien from the PSA. My name is Damien and I put your money on easy mode. I'm that weird friend of yours who obsesses over credit card signup bonuses, high yield savings account interest rates, and index fund expense ratios, which we're gonna talk about today. In today's episode, we'll uncover the reasons why self-checkout has been a failure. Then we'll discuss four big mistakes people make when investing. And finally, I go to battle with the gold bugs. And now for some headlines. How do you feel about self-checkout? We've all been there. The scanner won't scan, the unexpected item message pops up, and we're stuck apologizing to everyone else in line while an employee comes to save the day. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, you're not alone. Nearly 70% of us have dealt with a flaky self-checkout machine. A recent article from BBC discusses how self-checkout has not delivered on its promises of lower costs and faster checkouts. Fewer employees were supposed to reduce costs, but costs have actually risen due to increased theft. And fewer employees means longer checkout times due to waiting around for an employee to approve a purchase or to troubleshoot a buggy machine. Quoting from the article, many retailers are reversing course on the technology. Target, for instance, is restricting the number of items self-checkout customers can purchase at one time. Walmart has removed some self-checkout kiosks in certain stores to deter theft. Dollar General, one of the fastest growing retailers in the US, is also rethinking its strategy. In 2022, the discount chain leaned heavy into self-checkout technology. It's not uncommon to see only one or two employees staffing an entire Dollar General store in some areas. Despite the investment, they are now planning to increase the number of employees in stores, and in particular, the checkout area, according to the company CEO, Todd Vassos. Quoting the CEO, we had relied and started to rely too much this year on self-checkout in our stores, he said during the company's Q3 2023 earnings call on 7th of December 2027. We should be using self-checkout as a secondary checkout vehicle, not a primary. So what are your feelings about self-checkout? I like it if I have one or two items of purchase, but I never use self-checkout for an entire grocery haul and buying age-restricted items like alcohol is a pain because I have to wait around for that one overworked employee to come over and approve it. Let's get to the main story. In episode four, I discussed four of the biggest money mistakes you are making. We covered general personal finance topics, but didn't get into investing. Today, we're back to focus on that topic with four of the biggest investing mistakes that you are making. The first investing mistake that you are making is not investing. Stashing all of your savings in a traditional bank account may feel safe, but inflation eats away at that money's purchasing power year over year. The costs in your life are going up each year, and if your money isn't keeping up, 
you eventually won't be able to afford your life. Investing provides the potential for your money to grow faster over time. It's easier than ever to get started for beginners thanks to user-friendly options like robo-advisors, index funds, and target date funds. You no longer need to be a stock-picking expert to be a successful investor. So please start contributing something, anything from each paycheck into your retirement accounts like an employer-sponsored 401k or a Roth IRA. Then invest that money in a low-cost target date fund. Even $50 per month invested now can make a massive difference in your golden years thanks to the magic of compounding interest. Future you will thank you. Investing mistake number two is trying to pick winning stocks. Let's talk more about how you don't have to and you should not try to pick individual stocks that will beat the overall market. Studies show that most professional money managers can't beat index funds over the long run. We're talking experts working 60 plus hours a week with access to more market data and computing power than any individual investor could ever dream of. Yet in 2022, over 95% of these professional investors failed to keep pace with index funds. So here's what you do instead. Invest in low cost index funds that track entire market segments. With index funds, you get instant diversification across hundreds or even thousands of stocks with one single fund. So when one company hits tough times, chances are that the rest will keep chugging along just fine. Instead of trying to beat the market, be the market. Index funds regularly trounce the returns of active stock pickers while charging tiny fees. We're talking fees that are fractions of a percent tiny. So throw your money in a good index fund tracking the S&P 500 or the total U.S. market, then let the power of decades of compound growth work its magic. Even better, invest in what's known as a target date fund. These investments contain multiple index funds and become more conservative as you get older and closer to retirement. Investing mistake number three is trying to time the market. When markets get volatile, it's tempting to pull money out or to move it around in an attempt to avoid losses. But no one can reliably predict market swings. Attempting to time the market often backfires and leads to selling at the wrong times, which lock in your losses. Historical long-term returns continue marching higher and higher despite short-term fluctuations. Have confidence in the overall upward trend. Stay diversified and stick to your investing plan without making impulsive moves. Remember this, your time in the market is more important than timing the market. Investing mistake number four is paying high fees. Fees can take a huge bite out of your returns over the decades. They often go unnoticed on investment accounts, loans, and services. Banks and money managers are not very forthcoming about revealing them either. So let's cover some of the sneaky fees that exist in the stock investing world. First up are trading commissions. This is a fee that you're charged for buying and selling stocks, usually on a per transaction basis. 
Fortunately, competition among the large brokerage firms has forced trading commissions way, way down and even out of existence. Next up, let's talk about one of the worst fees out there. Many places, this is called an assets under management fee. This is what an advisor charges you as a percentage of the total amount you have invested with them. Could be 1%, could be as high as 2%. This fee over the lifetime of your investing will take an enormous chunk of your return. This is a junk fee. You don't need an advisor. You just need to pick index funds for yourself. Avoid brokers who will charge you a fee for assets under management. Let's talk about another junk fee. These are called loads. They usually come in two flavors, a front load and a back load. A front load fee is an amount that's charged when you purchase or buy into a fund. And then the opposite, a back load fee is charged when you sell a fund. Fortunately, these have disappeared among the most reputable brokers. If your broker wants to charge a load fee, then run, don't walk, to another place. Last up, let's talk about expense ratios. This is a legitimate fee. This is what a broker charges to manage a fund. Of course, it takes labor to buy and sell stocks that track an index. So this fee is legitimate. Stick with places like Vanguard, Fidelity, and Charles Schwab who charge the lowest expense ratios. My personal favorite, Vanguard, has the lowest expense ratios around for target date funds and index funds. And that wraps up my recap of the biggest investing mistakes that you are making. To win with investing, make a plan to invest some and do it every month. Open an account with a reputable broker like Vanguard, Fidelity, or Charles Schwab, and then invest your money in a target date fund that aligns with when you plan to retire. Let's check in on the PSA around the web. It's been a very eventful past week for the PSA on social media. I released three videos focusing on how poor of an investment gold is, and the gold fanatics have come out of the woodwork to defend their territory. Here's the first video in my three-part series comparing the returns you would have received from gold versus Costco's stock. This one chart should illustrate why it is not smart investment to buy gold. So last year, Costco started selling one ounce gold bars of 24 karat gold to its members. It's been a huge hit. Costco sold $100 million worth of bars in just three months. Now let's look at the chart. If you bought $1,000 worth of gold back in December of 1983, around the time of Costco's IPO, it would be worth about $4,134 today. But what if you had invested that $1,000 in the Costco stock? Well you would have $1.16 million today. See the difference? Yeah, it's huge. Of course, I don't suggest investing in single stocks, so what if you had invested in the S&P 500? If you had invested $1,000 in the S&P 500 back in December of 1983, it would be worth about $70,000 with dividends reinvested. 70,000 versus 4,000. I think you get the idea. Make sure to check out parts two and three of that video series where I discuss how bad gold performs as a hedge against inflation and what to invest in instead. If you'd like to follow me on social media, my handle is the PSA Damien on all platforms. Thanks for tuning in to episode six of Your Money on Easy Mode. Your homework is to open up 
a investment account with one of the legitimate brokerage firms. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and rate it on whatever app you're using to listen and tell a friend about it. See ya. Thanks for listening to Your Money on Easy Mode. If you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and share it with a friend.